Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Hey. hey. Hope you heard Jason and Tony on the podcast last week. And if you didn't, uh, just skip this one and go back a week. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right. Oh, that was fantastic to oh, listen my. to them. What a uh, weekend, Bruce. Yeah. What a weekend. Great weekend. My gosh. What were your highlights? Yeah, what were, let's see. Um, well, one of the things that didn't even have anything to do with our uh, board dinner or board uh, any of that time is after all of that, Karen and Dave and CE and Lolita came over to my place and they brought us lunch and they were just hanging out with us. It was really fun. And was, Finn was sick. Or, well, Elliot, uh, yeah, Elliot she was, was sick. They, she was throwing up, so they, they didn't get too <laughs> they close. Didn't get to they didn't No, yeah. but. Yeah, and then that, I, that's cool. I think one of my very favorite things was that I got to put that Bose Cafe sign above the oh, screen for great. you. Is that, that outstanding? That was on that, as that an looks, audible. So I that, thought you'd that like way. that. Yeah. I loved that. I only asked David for that what, Friday morning. I think so. Yeah. Gosh, and that's what happened by Friday night. That was a beautiful setup. That that's so so nice. That yep. sign, Bruce. It had so many points that were just kind of wows. I mean, it it was just amazing. Yeah, Friday's Friday afternoon's meeting with the team, and then the evening, and I mean, it was uh, it was an amazing time where we all were just refreshed in the reality of what God's doing with us. It was it was very significant. Wonderful times. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, a number of us got to watch uh, a, a screening of the film of, of Hearts of Men. Hearts of Men, and that was delightful. They're not done, but Boy, what they have is is so significant, and we were able to give some gets that that are going to take it further, and and it was beautiful, just beautiful. Mine mine is Saturday night when um, twenty five people are left, twenty people are left, and just hanging out and enjoying each other and not wanting to go home, and that fulfillment the, of the whole weekend of. People sharing stories and loving each other and breaking into groups of three and telling their hearts, uh, just kind of proving out that which we are all about. That's so it was right. Very fun. In case you're feeling jealous about that, you could have also been where I was, which was catching throw up from a five year old. So <laughs> that's right. Isn't that that wasn't the highlight of the weekend for you? No. Well, we're continuing the series on. What'd you call it? Fresh and favorite? Yeah, these are the fresh verses that we're loving and also our favorites. So That have a lot to do with shaping our understanding of God's grace. Amen. And we have a favorite from John today, which uh, David is going to read. And then, John, if we could start out with you on your thoughts on this. Yeah, so um, Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 through 11. So it says this. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes from through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. This Sunday is Resurrection Day, and Good Friday is on Friday. And I've, I've looked at this verse, memorized this verse, acted out this verse, taught this verse so many times, and I'm not sure I've ever fully identified with what it means. The power of the resurrection. I want to know the power of the resurrection that 
would that be more intensity? Would that be a spring in my step? Would it be uh, uh, a smile on my face? What would that be? Um, and then I was thinking about whatever it is, it's what happened to Jesus in his resurrection. And it was so much more than simply dead molecules, as incredibly unbelievable as that is, dead molecules turning into live molecules. And that's the power of the resurrection. But there is so much more in what happened in that resurrection that is power that Paul and the author of Hebrews say is ours. Amen. So I, I just, I want so much to think about that. For, for me, one of them is um, a brand new identity for Jesus. The last we saw him, he had become my sin. He had become shame. He had carried shame. And now he was no longer um, shame. His identity was no longer shame. He was no longer this um, embodiment of evil or sin. He was a new creature. He was Christ without all of that taken care of. And then you go to the corollary and you think, when I go down into the water and come back up, that is who I am molecularly and actually, maybe not in full maturity, but my being is that. I thought, wow, that's power of the resurrection. Amen, John. Yeah, all of uh, humanity is dead, separated from God. And Jesus dies, and the power of the resurrection brings him back into unity with God. And and uh, as he says in this passage, Paul does, not having a righteousness of my own, that that but a righteousness. I have a righteousness. It's not something I have done, because of his resurrection, I have life. Yeah. I was dead. I was in the condition of death, separated from God. Mm. And now, because Jesus is alive, I have life, mm. and and it's by faith. That's the beauty thing. It's like That's by faith. It's by faith. Every, well, I, every bit of this is I have to yeah. actually believe that what happened there is for me, is exactly, about me. Exactly. And and the reality is that those who choose not to believe are dead. And there is no other resolution. So significant is the resurrection of Jesus that without it there is no hope. That's why it makes so much sense when it says, not a righteousness of my own. Exactly. Because what you just said is, a righteousness of my own is actually death. Right. There, There is no righteousness of my own. There's only what is given to me and what I can right. live out of if I choose to express that, choose to feel it, experience it. Which is what makes it so ludicrous when those who did come to life by trusting only in the work of Jesus think they can add to hmm. the righteousness that Jesus oh, purchased wow. for Amen. them. How crazy Amen. are we to Amen. go back to the old ways? What else do you think of when you think of the power of the resurrection? What took place in Jesus? Well, we just talked about it a little while ago before we got on, and that is, you know, um, not only was death dealt with, evil was dealt yes. with, Satan was dealt with. Yes. 
the, the whole agony in the garden was J- Satan trying to tempt Jesus to not do it, test him to not do it. Because you, if he did it, then what would happen is Jesus would become sin, and Satan could say, see, it didn't work. Well, it did work. The Father raised him. So there's a battle going on between Satan and Jesus right to the end. And Jesus says, no, I, not my will, but thy will, Father, goes to the cross. I, don't, I cannot even comprehend what I'm going to say next. And actually took on him my sin. I can't, I, excuse me, that's big. Way beyond I can understand. But in doing it, he defeated Satan. And because he defeated Satan, we have a defeated enemy. We, 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 we have got to stop exalting Satan in our theology that somehow we're going to take him on. No, stop that. Jesus took him on. I have nothing. There's nothing in my being that allows me to deal with sin, shame, or Satan. Nothing. Hmm. How about you, John? What else? Gosh, we, we just so many of them. I, I think about um, Jesus is free. Mm-hmm. Jesus is totally free. The moment he has risen from the dead, he is no longer carrying all of the burden of mankind. He he is literally delighted in. The Father's in no way turning his face from him. He's delighted in. He's one with. Um, And then all of the things that come out of that, I think about that. I can have believed in the resurrection and still not believe the fruit of the resurrection. Amen, John. Uh, For me. Absolutely. Like me. I can still believe that my shame story is accurate and my shame story has been totally dealt with and I've been given a brand new identity story. Amen. So, John, you're saying if the Father was completely and unabashedly uh, just so accepting of, of Jesus in that moment, like you used even better words than I just did, and we are in him. That's right. Then if that's true, then if we are in Jesus, that has to apply to us. That's the right. same. So if you're going to believe that about yourself, that you're not that, you have to believe that the Father was not pleased with Jesus, that's that he right. was not perfectly well clean, well that he said, was well not. Said. Very well said. So that just, my mind went, what? You, you, that, to me, David, that's so, so important when people... When any of us want to deny, oh, that couldn't be true about us, well, then you're saying it wasn't true about Jesus. Is that is that the case, that uh, he, God did not accept Jesus because Christ and I are fused? Mm. We, we are one put together now in, in ourselves. He is in me. I am in him. And that was a moment for me, John. That's that, great. That was... That's a great get. Well, you guys, we hope this helps you have a happy Easter and that you will live in the power of the resurrection. And we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys.